Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective. As he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically, it is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. How often have you worried about someone else's opinion? Many live their lives in fear, constantly stressing about the impressions they make. But today, Pastor J.D. reminds us that the only opinion we should be concerned with is God's. What does it matter if they like you if you've offended your Savior? Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update at jdfarag.org. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on March 6, 2022. This is the truth. This is God's Word. Spoiler alert. There's something else we can know. (laughs) At the end of Ezekiel 38, we're told that God will execute swift and decisive judgment on Gog and his army, bringing unspeakable destruction suddenly. Sudden destruction. You know the thing about sudden destruction, right? It's sudden. And why does He do this? He does this so that the many nations will know that He is the Lord. So again, when we don't know, we turn to what we can know. And what we can know is that sudden destruction is coming. 1 Thessalonians 5.3. You know what else we can know? Not only that sudden destruction is coming, we also know when sudden destruction is coming. We do? Yeah. First Thessalonians 5.3 says, For when they say peace and security, then sudden destruction comes upon them. There's the contrast again between them and we, as labor pains upon a pregnant woman, and they shall not escape. We do. (laughs) They will not escape. We will escape. We know that from God's Word. Okay, so When they're saying these two words specifically, that's when sudden destruction comes? Yeah. Well, are they, are they saying peace and security? Oh my goodness. Pictured here is a screenshot from a YouTube video of the United Nations General Assembly emergency meeting that was held on Ukraine this last Monday, February 28th. Of particular note are two things that I would like to point out, the first of which is that since 1950, 
72 years ago, right? 1950, only 10 emergency special sessions of the General Assembly have ever been convened. And when they are convened, they follow the adoption of Resolution 377AV, known as Uniting for Peace. The text gives the UN General Assembly the power to take up matters of international peace and security when the Security Council is unable to act due to the lack of unanimity among its five veto-wielding permanent members. And such was the case on Monday with this emergency session. The second interesting note is that the two exact words, peace and security, that's actually three words, but you know what I mean, spoken just exactly that way, peace and security, were spoken no less than eight times at this emergency session concerning Ukraine. Here's what I did. I went to the video, I copied the transcript, which isn't very accurate, I pasted it into a file and did a word search, and I entered in peace and security, and I counted eight times. But do you know how many times they said peace and stability, or peace and the international security? I don't either, because there was too many of them. <laughs> But numerous times they would say the word peace, they would say the word security, stability, safety. By the way, same word in the original language in the Greek New Testament, in 1 Thessalonians 5.3, asphalia, translated security, stability, safety. So the Apostle Paul, by the Holy Spirit, is saying that you can know when this sudden destruction is coming, when they are saying two specific words, peace and security. And they're saying peace and security. So now we know what's coming sudden destruction. Now the question becomes, is this destruction about to happen suddenly? Answer, well let's turn to the experts. No, wrong answer. Not trying to be snarky. I don't have to try, it comes very easily for me, thank you very much. Don't turn to the experts. Let's turn to the expert of experts, the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. Please know that I in no way am suggesting that we throw the baby of experts out with the bathwater of their God-given expertise, but has that become the go-to? 
The truth of the matter is, the only thing that really matters is, what does God say about it? Not what I or anyone else says about it. As the Apostle John writes in 1 John 4, do not believe every spirit slash expert, but test the spirits slash experts to see whether they are from God. Well, wait a minute, what's the test? Oh, he just told us. The test to know if the spirits slash experts are of God is, do they acknowledge Jesus as God? I'm getting angry. It's a righteous anger, of course, but that's the whole point. Let me just be very candid with you. In my personal time with the Lord over the last few weeks, I've had to allow the Holy Spirit to search my own heart in this regard, because all the voices clamoring for attention were quickly becoming a distraction, leading to confusion, disappointment, frustration, and for me personally, anger. Eh, Let me just uh, take it maybe one step further. I'm listening to the experts, and I come away from that, and now I'm angry. I'm angry at them, or that, or him, or her. I'm angry! That's not of God. That doesn't sound like what John is saying. In fact, that sounds like the world. They are from the world, and therefore speak from the viewpoint of the world. And sadly, I confess that I've listened to them. But God, (laughs) as only He can, and is always faithful to do, brought much needed clarity when I simply tested the Spirit. And, And this is the test. Do they acknowledge Jesus and point me to Jesus? Or do they parrot the world and take sides? Let me say the same thing in a different way. The test is this. I listen to a podcast or I watch a a video. When I come to the end of that video, did they point me to Jesus or did they try to sell me survival gear? No, I'm, I'm being very, I realize, blunt, but it's the truth. I'm listening to this guy, he's going on and on, and by the way, what he's saying is true. He's right, that's right. He's right, you know. And then you get to the end of it, and Jesus isn't there. In fact, if you want to do what I 
do, I, you know, take the transcript if, if it's available, and I paste it into a file, and I do a word search, Jesus, none found. Uh, Jesus isn't there. Oh, but their merchandise is. Their latest book is. And oh, by the way, <laughs> when I ran this test on you, what I realized is, you want me to follow you. Like, share, and subscribe. I'm not going to follow you. See, what happens is, the expert wants you to go to them every time something like this happens. And you'll forgive me for the silliness with which I illustrate this, but it's almost like the Lord's in heaven going, hello, <laughs> what about me? Follow me, subscribe to me. I know that I've been duped when not only do I come away from something like that angry, and now it's us against them. And you know who the them are. And now I'm taking sides. And that's not the Lord, that's the world. Kind of getting ahead of myself. You know that fascinating account in Joshua? We affectionately refer to it as the Battle of Jericho. It's not really a battle, it's really, it should be the marching band of Jericho. <laughs> well, you know the, the account. But there's this fascinating account of when Joshua's there, and before they're going to take Jericho, we're told in Joshua 5 verse 13, and it came to pass when Joshua was by Jericho, he lifted his eyes and looked, and behold, a man stood opposite him with his sword drawn in his hand. And Joshua went to him and said to him, Are you for us or for our adversaries? Translated, whose side are you on? Are you left or right? Red or blue? Conservative or liberal? Is it Russia or Ukraine? I, I can just keep going on down that list. I won't. Whose side are you on? <laughs> Answer, no. Wait, that's not what I asked. <laughs> no? What do you mean, no? Oh, by the way, as we're going to see here momentarily, this is Jesus. This is the Lord Himself, a Christophany, a pre-Bethlehem appearance of Jesus the Christ there with Joshua. In other words, no Joshua, you got the question wrong. That's the wrong question. It's, it's not a question of whose side am I on? The question is, whose side are you on? Are you on my side? Oh, that changes the whole complexion of it, doesn't it? Yes, it does. No. But as commander of the army of the Lord, I have now come and Joshua fell on his face to the earth, and worshipped, and said to him, by the way, if this was an angel, the angel would not let him worship him. That's why we know it's the Lord. What does my Lord say to his servant? Oh, would to God 
that we would ask of the Lord, not whose side are you on, Lord, but what does my Lord say to his servant? Answer, then the commander of the Lord's army said to Joshua, take your sandal off your foot, for the place where you stand is holy. And Joshua did so. Give me just a moment here. You're on holy ground before a holy God. Okay, Lord, what do you have to say? I want to hear your voice. Question. Have you noticed that the volume of dissenting voices, taking sides against each other, is getting louder and louder seemingly with each passing day. Could the reason be that this is why we no longer hear the still small voice of the Holy Spirit? They're too loud, they're drowning out that still small voice of the Holy Spirit. Would to God that we would mute those voices from the world, that we might hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. What's the Spirit saying to the church? That Jesus loves the Russians and Ukrainians, that He died for them, and that He's not willing that any of them should perish, but all should have eternal life. But we can't hear that because the voices from the world are too loud. And when the Lord speaks, He speaks in that still small voice. And He's not going to compete and raise His voice. No, that's how He speaks. So in order to hear Him, we have to turn off all the other voices not knowing what to believe about Russia and Ukraine is eerily similar to not knowing what to believe about this current global crisis. They go together, you know. I just want to get to the point here and from the heart. Uh, You'll be happy to know that I'm not going to go on and on about this. (laughs) So this is when you take collective sigh of relief. I mean, for the last two years we've gone in-depth concerning this injection, deception, this lie of COVID-19. I'm not going to go into all of that, don't need to. However, it is incumbent upon me to draw your attention to what I would argue, is the most serious and dangerous aspect of all of this. What I'm speaking of is the division and the discord. So now you've got, whose side are you on? Russia, Ukraine. Injected, not injected. And Jesus said, a house divided cannot stand. 
So if a house divided cannot stand, then wouldn't it stand to reason that it's just a matter of time before it comes crashing down? Yes, it is. And here's the thing. And please just hear my heart on this. This is right out of the playbook of Satan himself. He seeks to steal, kill, and destroy. And this is a textbook case of divide and conquer. And the devil has been met with a measure of success in how he's been able to get us to distance ourselves from each other, and in so doing, distance us from the Lord as well. What do you mean? Well, think about it. Satan is all about trying to distance us from the Lord. And again, is that not the litmus test from 1 John chapter 4? The litmus test is, does that, do they draw me closer to Jesus? Or do they, that, this, you fill in the blank, distance me from Jesus? Well, I think you know the answer. I receive heartbreaking emails from people that are just absolutely devastated by what's happening right now. And it's really a prophecy about what it's going to be like and look like at the time of the end. And it's coming to pass exactly as we were told it would. There's so much division. Why? Because now it's us against them. It's whose side are you on? And I mean, it's almost like, for lack of a better way of illustrating it, it's, it's almost like Satan's just kind of kicking back going, wow, thank you very much. I, I can take the rest of the day off. You're, you're doing my job for me, and instead of me, you're devouring each other, you're destroying each other. And by the way, the world's watching. I know I've asked this question before, and I just, again, bear with me, but how is it, I, I, I genuinely pose this question sincerely, and God knows my heart. How, how do you expect to bring people to Jesus when you're posting rubbish like that on social media. That's not Jesus. That's not the Spirit of Christ. That's the Spirit of Antichrist, by the way. Because Antichrist is not just against Christ, but in place of Christ. That's the Spirit of Antichrist. I think you could boil it down to just this one simple truth. And that simple truth is, at the end of the day, am I closer to Jesus? And at the end of the day, have I brought someone else closer to Jesus? That's all that matters. We're so glad you joined us for this prophecy update on In Spirit and Truth. Do the things you hear about on this program cause you to feel unsettled? 
Perhaps there are too many things coming into play that make you stop and wonder if you're truly living in the end times. If that's the case, we hope that through these updates, you are reminded of God's faithfulness through His Word and that His promises will be fulfilled. This can be a benefit to you. Being around other believers can give you support regarding these things that are happening around you. If you're in the area and haven't found a church home yet, we invite you to come visit us and get to know the heart behind this ministry. You can join us for a time of worship at Calvary Chapel Kaneohe on Sundays at 8.30 or 10.45 a.m. and Thursdays at 7 p.m. for Bible study with Pastor J.D. If you'd like more information on joining us or for additional resources, go to jdfarag.org and scroll to the bottom of the page. That's J-D-F-A-R-A-G dot O-R-G. There, you'll find a Calvary link that will take you to the church's website. While you're at our website, be sure to check out additional teachings from Pastor J.D. Another interesting point of reference is a tab that says ABCs. This is useful for anyone seeking and wanting to find out more about Jesus and His love for you as an individual. That's all available at our website. Again, that's jdfarag.org. Our time with you is up for today, but thanks for tuning in to spend this time with us. Join Pastor JD for another edition of In Spirit and Truth.